Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Maroon from Midnight's. We did, and uh, comments were a little... <laughs> A little scathing uh, towards me, um, rightfully so, I think. Devin had a hot take. Hot take. Really hot take, apparently. <laughs> and you know what? That's what makes this podcast just so awesome to listen to, I think. Yeah, differences of differences opinions, of opinion. thoughts. Yeah. Which my opinion was obviously wrong. <laughs> it's okay. We don't all have to like the same songs. That's okay. Well, today we're discussing the song Question from Midnight's, our first and only Q song. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor, for giving us a Q song. Thank you. Before Midnight's, we didn't have one. We were going to have to skip. And now, no skips. Well, no X. No Z. So we still got a little bit to go for some letters. Question is the seventh track on Midnight's. Midnight's was released on October 21st, 2022, and this song was co-written by our guy, Jack Antonoff. Our guy. This song has yet to be played live, but I have no doubt in my mind that it will not be played on the Eras Tour. No, it will I have, be played. I have, I have no doubt in my mind <laughs> that it will be played <laughs> on the, on the Double Eras Tour. Double negatives are hard. Oof, tough. So, Devin, mm-hmm. what do you think about Question, dot, 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 question mark. Dot, 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 question mark. This song is so freaking good, and this was an early front runner for favorite song of mine. Yeah. On the album, after the first couple of listens, I think that this is, this is quite the bop. Yeah, you this had is, this one on repeat. Yeah, this is, this, this one's a bop. The intro is like going back in time. There's this voice effect on the I Remember, which is probably the same voice effect as the Midnight Rain and the Labyrinth voice effect. Yeah. You know, the one that Gab still doesn't really like. I mean, but it intrigues me. And that's the tag from Out of the Woods. Mm -hmm. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same melody it's the same lyrical line like it's out of the woods and so i'm like okay 1989 throwback okay very interesting who could this song potentially be about from 1989 (laughs) era who knows such a cool way to start this song and her voice on this track is fantastic i i really enjoy her current vocals on most of the Midnight's tracks, she sounds mature and sexy and sultry and great. And I'm very excited to potentially hear her live with all of this stuff. You know, like her voice sounds really, really good right now. I mean, I really enjoyed what she sounded like, you know, on the re-records and Folklore and Evermore. But now in this Midnight's mm-hmm. realm, there's like this extra, you know, like smokiness. Yeah, to yeah. I, and I, um, I, I really like it a lot i love the fast-paced lyric like it's all just kind of rushing back to her Mm. in this moment like she wakes up in the middle of the night because it's midnight and that's when she wrote all these songs or thought about all these songs and she's just like i remember and then it's just like all of these memories kind of like flooding back to her and then she's just like wait a minute but i have a question to ask you Mm. you know like like what if i had asked this question to to them like what 
could have possibly happened, you know? Yeah. I feel like every time that she sees this person at award shows, she, it probably pops into her head. I There is something I want to ask you, by the way. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> I Mr. love it. Mr. Styles? I love it. I'm not going to really delve into the lyrics here because I know the Gossip Gab probably has that all covered for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, how you what you like about the song, and, and we can talk about the lyrics there, but I love the way the line, painted all my nights a color I have searched for since, mm-hmm. tracks. It's just, like, so good, and it just, like, kind of, you know, like, flows out of her. Mm-hmm. And then, search for since, but one thing after. It's just, like, it's so good, and it doesn't really scan the way you think it's going to and you don't really know where the thought is going mm. but like it, oh, it's it's so it's so good i love the kind of pulsing groove underneath the first verse uh, you know it's just like it, it keeps the beat it's this nice like warm kind of fill happening and then you get into the chorus and she asks can i ask you a question and it's just like so good and you get like <laughs> these really interesting questions that again on first listen you're like wait that was the question you wanted to ask have you ever kissed somebody in a crowded room what <laughs> and every single one of your friends was making fun of you like what is that question you know also out of the woods, 1989, you get this sample of the ah, 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 in the background of the chorus. And that is from the Out of the Woods uh, outro as well. Mm. And uh, it, you have to listen kind of carefully for it if you, yeah. if you haven't heard it, but they're there. Yeah, you had to And point so out to me. it's like another sample from Out of the Woods. Again, potentially hinting at who this might be about. Yes. Also, 1989 Taylor's version is next. Um, <laughs> even though i think it's even though now. it's absolutely speak now uh very very interesting the chorus is just so good and each time that it happens it builds more and more and so the second time the chorus hits this beat drops in and as one of our listeners described it as a hit of pure serotonin which absolutely you hear this drop in and the, you know, oh god the fill it's so good and then the third time is even bigger and even more of a fill and it's just like yeah so 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 fun to listen to and i bet that when she plays that live it's just gonna be like the whole crowd just like yes! <laughs> so good also gab and i love doing the during the chorus <laughs> i don't know if i love them in the song but i do love like vocalizing it mm-hmm. in a goofy way. Yeah, I don't really know if I like them in the song either, but they're great to just go, <laughs> when, when you're listening to the song. Very funny. And the bridge is so good too and reminds me a little bit of the guess I'll head on home to my cats. Oh, interesting. Alone, unless you want to come along. It's kind of got like the same kind of vibe there as Gorgeous, which is, uh, at least I kind of get that that sense a little bit. And then, like I said, the the last time through the chorus is so good. And the last time on the, all of your friends were laughing too. And then she gets like all this clapping and cheering going on that happens there, which is really fun. It's a great pop bop. Yeah. One of my favorites on the album, for sure. Super happy that she gave us this fantastic cue song. Oh, yeah. Now, Gab, can I ask you a question? Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> what do you think about questions? Question is totally a bop. Ooh. I do. I love how it starts with the, I remember. And then, like, she slowly starts, like, framing the story. So she's like, 
good girl, sad boy, big city, wrong choices. Like, you basically know the whole story right there already. Yeah, she just sentence. tells it right there. Yeah, which I, I think is great, and I love it. I love, I agree with you, I really love how she sounds on this album. Like, her voice is just in this, like, sweet spot, and I love how she sings one thing after another fucking yes. situation, circumstances, miscommunication. I love the way that line reads. Yes. It's just so... I don't know. It's and the very way she pleasing. hits, fucking yeah. It's just well, and like we always explicit. we always learned in um, like theater classes that if you're gonna have a curse mm-hmm. as like part of like what you're speaking, like you have to make it count. It needs to be there for a reason. Yes, which I it works yes. there. And I also think it like really like the way she uses it and that line shows her frustrations at like all the confusing, unclarified situations. Mm-hmm. I think the chorus is super fun and I like how it like picks up more and more throughout the song, which you talked about the build that by the end you're just kind of like totally going dancing yeah. to it, yeah. you know? I really like the lyrics. It was one drink after another, caught in politics and gender roles, and you're not sure and I don't know, got swept away in the gray. Mm. I think that that describes like messy, confusing, unsure relationships perfectly Mm -hmm. i love like you know how different the bridge is and then the like kind of sound effect on taylor's voice at that Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. and then my favorite part is probably the outro with the chorus as taylor like sings and riffs over herself yes i pretty much always love when she does that like can i ask you a question like she's like over that's usually almost always one of my favorite parts of a taylor song is when she does that and um, the uhs. And the uhs. No, as you can see, I that's not my favorite part of the song. I but thought that you loved spoken line. I do, but that one is just not, I don't know. It's, there's something about it that's like also a little uncomfortable, but yeah, for also sure. very funny. Like yeah. I do like singing it because it makes me laugh yeah. and it makes you laugh, but yeah. it's not my favorite part of the song. Okay, okay. <laughs> so Devin, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you relate to question? The word miscommunication is super relatable, I think. A miscommunication can happen all the time. Yeah. And it can happen especially in relationships that don't have a clear definition or the two parties are not on the same page. Miscommunications can happen constantly. Mm -hmm. And they may happen completely accidentally. One person in the party doesn't really understand why what they said actually affected the other person if they don't talk back to them. And, you know, I was in this sort of a situation with someone before I met Gab, and I clearly had a different idea of what the relationship was. You know, a lot of the times relationships like that can start off on the same page, which it did. And you decide that you want to just have fun, or you just want it to be casual, or whatever, but then one of you can catch feelings. Mm -hmm. And it can just change completely. Yeah. And if the person who catches feelings doesn't let you know then how are you supposed to know that it's not the same situation? Yeah, yeah. And so miscommunication arises. And so that's where people can get hurt. And that is a very super relatable thing. Definitely. Is that, you know, just talk to somebody. Like, if especially if this is your partner, and this is someone you trust, and this is someone that you, you know, enjoy being with, and you respect them, just talk to them. Otherwise... Hurt happens, you lose a best friend, you lose whatever, you know, and and that sucks. Especially in these more casual things. Yeah. I mean, that was like kind of like college too. It was like, yeah, I was in a theater program and there were a lot of girls who were my friends in the theater program in my class. There were 13 of us in the class. 
we're all taking class together for four years yeah. together. I don't want to mess that up. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's <laughs> like, and then they'd be like, oh, well, why don't you want to? And I'm like, because yeah. we have to see each other every single day for four years. Like, need to keep that healthy and good, right? Yeah. So I think that's the most relatable part about this is that that miscommunication thing. And she, she hits it so well in this. It's just like, it's so good. Yeah. Gab, do you relate to question? Yeah, I can totally relate to being in with being in a friends with benefits situation, or as they call it these days, like a situationship, I guess. Um, They didn't call it that back in our day. No. And then, you know, just not really knowing where it was going, or even if you necessarily wanted it to go anywhere, but Mm. being like confused about it all the time. Mm. And then just having like lots of unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. You know, like for me, it was like, did this person ever even have feelings for me? Mm. Did I? Like, things like that that you're just kind of, like, unsure about. Yeah. You know? Generally, I kind of feel like in situations that, like, are that confusing, the confusion itself is almost your answer, Mm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, like, when someone really likes you, they'll make it known and you won't have to constantly be playing games or trying to figure it out. Yep. But it's hard, too, if, like, maybe at that time you're not looking for something serious. So it's hard to then know what... Right. What the rules are. Right. And, like, it's definitely harder when you're, like, younger and in college or just kind of still figuring all these things out. But I I really think, like, the best policy is not playing games, you know? But, like, that wasn't always the case, you know? Or, like, not not showing your cards, you know? And, like, I think that's also, like, so much why we worked so easily is we never played games. We just, like, worked. And we we said we liked each other, you know? Yeah. But there are so many things I can look back on of people where I never shared my feelings Mm -hmm. that I would, like, wonder... What if? Or, like, why didn't I? Ultimately, yeah. the end game, it doesn't matter. But it's, like, not genuine to your past self to have not yeah. shared those things. So, like, you know, if we're speaking to anyone in situations like that now, I think it's kind of better to ask the question and get the answer, even mm-hmm. if it's not the one you would want to hear. Yeah. You know? Just to be like, hey, like, I have feelings for you. Like, did you ever like me? Like, you know? And just to know. Just like, to just know. Just clarity kind of a thing. Yeah. And it's scary, for sure, mm-hmm. to ask a question sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially if it's, you know, a a really good friend of yours and you thought that there might be something there and maybe they're giving you hints or whatever, but then you're just afraid to ask that because what happens to your friendship then, you know? Yeah. Like that's scary for sure. Yeah. And, and so this song is all the more relatable too, because it's like, you know, can I ask the question? Yeah. And so often too, it's like people in different, like, relationship dynamics or trying to figure things out they don't want to be the one that like likes someone more than the other person exactly. you know but like sometimes like i don't know i think there's like power in like vulnerability and like speaking what you feel even sure. if it doesn't necessarily work out the way you want it to for sure but like i'm saying that from a perspective of distance mm-hmm. you know it's definitely hard in the moment and i, I wasn't like that you yeah. know and of course in the immortal words of the backstreet boys just quit playing games with my heart. <laughs> that quote might be a little too old for some of our listeners. I think if you don't know that quote, you should go and listen to that song. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a it's a goodie. Yeah, but this is definitely Do you think relatable. that's like on like the classic rock channel now? No, I don't think boy band stuff's on classic rock. Or like I think oldies? Yeah, I think, it, no, it's on like light FM stations. Ooh. Adult station, not oldies, but like mm. 106.7. Mm-hmm. But like that's New York. I don't know what sure. that is in other places. Like light FM. 
Are we old? I think we are. For for <laughs> I think we are on the the older age of Swifties because we're like Taylor's Oh, for age. sure. Yeah. For sure. Are we old? You're just gonna ask the podcast <laughs> if we're old. <laughs> Let us know in the Instagram Let us comments. Know. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well now we get to the segment of Gossip. As Devin hinted at earlier, or just said earlier, my best guess is that question is about Harry Styles. I agree. I mean, so the biggest indicator is that question begins with the similar cadence and melody of Out of the Woods, and then the lyric starts with that interpolation of I Remember Mm -hmm. from the song, and then Out of the Woods is widely believed to have been about Harry Styles. So that's like the most obvious pointer to Harry. For sure. And then the lyric... Did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends was making fun of you, but 15 seconds later they were clapping too? Could be a reference to Harry and Taylor sharing a kiss in Times Square on New Year's Eve 2013. Oh, okay. Which I didn't know about. Okay. But a lot of people on fans took pics on their flip phones. Actually, no, 2013 had smartphones. That wasn't that long ago. (laughs) So that's like my main guess of who this is about. Like the Out of the Woods comp is pretty similar. Unless it's a total red herring and she's, it's about someone completely different. It could be. So like, so this is, these are some of my other thoughts. Okay, okay. So the lyric, it was one drink after another caught in politics and gender roles and you're not sure and I don't know, got swept away in the gray. Mm. That lyric makes me think that this song could possibly allude to the rumored relationship between Taylor and Carly Kloss. Okay. So the kissing in a crowded room lyric works in this situation, given the much speculated rumored kiss between the two at a 2014-1975 concert. Right, right. You know, the photos are still inconclusive of whether that actually took place or Interesting. not. You know, and obviously like... I'm not really, like, a Taylor follower because I think it's up to Taylor to share her, you know, identity with us mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I do feel like those there's something about those lyrics that does make me think about that situation. Mm-hmm. And also the whole, like, got swept away, politics in general. Like, a lot of that just kind of feels yeah. like it could lead to that conclusion. Uh-huh. But also, like, given how we both kind of interpreted this song as possibly a relationship that never was or was cut before it really began for all we know it could be about someone the public has never connected to taylor Mm. you know like i'm sure there's tons that we don't know about her private life obviously and there's flirtations or things she's never shared or like hookups that we don't know about like i'm Mm -hmm. sure there's plenty of those we have no idea about yeah so it could be about something we don't know yeah i like you know obviously the out of the woods seems like pretty obviously connected to harry and she knows we connect that song to harry but it could also be a mix of things we always wonder that too yeah because that could ultimately just be jack being like these two samples are like really really cool and they would fit really cool here yeah exactly <laughs> exactly because they are they're they're cool samples you know like yeah so it could be really like anything. it could be <laughs> i i do think it's about harry I, I just think that she has a lot of different feelings about that relationship. Yeah. And he's still present in her life. Yeah, so there's a lot of exploring to do. And that's also just this idea of being the two, like, two of the biggest stars possible. Yeah. yeah. You know, because she does say, like, is everything second best after that meteor strike uh-huh. or whatever? Like, that's quite a statement. Yeah. You know, and like, we've talked about this a little bit on the Kelly Pickler song, uh, Best Days of Your Life. <laughs> oh, throwback. fantastic song. <laughs> what a throwback. I think that was also a three. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe. But we talked about this a little bit about how, like, you always want to be, like, the one that got away or the best your yeah. ex ever had. Yeah. But that, like, usually that's not the case. So it's, like, the idea, if that's part of the question, it's, like, do you miss me? Was I the best you ever had? Like, sometimes those answers aren't what you want them to be. For sure. You know? For sure. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is that these questions are being posited to this person who has now moved on to somebody else. Yeah. And so, like, that's another thing. But someone's like, suitable and nice. Like, she's not necessarily... Nice and, yeah, but she's like, but wait a minute. Is this... Does this feel second best after our thing? Like, yeah. Like, these are questions. Have you ever had someone kiss you in a crowded room? Like, I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty fascinating. But, like, yeah, don't we all want to be, like, oh, best person I, mean, I ever dated? For like, sure. Got away. Like, but you, like... <laughs> you want to be that person. Yeah. For sure. And I guess if you're Taylor Swift, like, it's much more likely that maybe you are that person than us regulars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that that is a totally relatable thought of, like, once you see that an ex of yours has moved on to somebody else or mm-hmm. whatever, you're like, you want to think that, oh, like, she'll never be as good as me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, we had, we had a, a snowmobile accident together. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way that she'll, you know, unless it's like a hot balloon accident. Oh my god. Hopefully not. Knock on wood. Yeah, no, no, never mind. Don't show any hot balloon accidents no. on anyone. No. But that is so relatable. Yeah, and there is this kind of vibe with a lot of these songs that we think maybe are about Harry. Yeah. Of this like huge, like very important burned fast Meteor and exploded strike. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. completely just like it was like a high of all highs. Yeah. And the two of them realized it just wasn't going to work. Yeah. And like not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. The crowd applause on the track is credited to Jack. Oh. His sister, designer Rachel Antonoff. Oh. Taylor's brother Austin. Oh. And Dylan O'Brien from the All Too Well short film. This guy. This guy, <laughs> Dylan O'Brien, is now everywhere. You're like, I'm sorry, I could play that role too. I, I now see him everywhere on Instagram. He is yeah. just doing all the things. Well, he likes you know. to work. He likes to work with his friends. I think they're all friends. So I think they're like, they're all friends. And so they're like, oh, let's do this clap track. And they're just hanging out. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of times with Taylor and Jack, how things get created. Yeah. Because they're just creative people hanging out. And that's what they do for fun. Yeah. It's kind of like when like you and you and Peter hang out and they like, make music for fun. You yeah. know? Exactly. That, it's like that what is creative how music people happens. Do. I know. But like, I'm not like that. So I have no idea. Idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you just sit in a room and you jam and you come up with ideas and, you know, yeah. like we were talking about, what was the song? Lavender Haze, was it? Where he just found like one sample on his computer that and Jack really was liked. like, that, yeah. what's that? Yeah. You know, just like yeah. playing through samples for like an hour and of a half. sounds, yeah. Just like, how about this one? How about this one? How about this one? I went, like, I just want to be a fly on the wall. They yeah. should totally p- do yeah. some more of that. Well, there's some really cool Jack Antonoff videos where he's getting interviewed about his Bleachers songs. Yeah, and his process. Where in his apartment in Brooklyn, he just has this room that just has, like, stuff. Like, there's <laughs> just stuff. And, and he has, like, a chair... And then there's like a skateboard and then just like random things all over. And he uses this room as his like thinking room. Mm. And like he goes in there with his guitar and he just like sits in there. And so it's very interesting to hear about his process. Yeah. And where he finds things. And he's like, yeah, this was just, you know, I asked so-and-so to record this, them laughing. 
And, uh, and here it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I really like your laugh. That could be cool on something. Here, let me record it. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, it's wild. Yeah, I love the creativity of yeah. it. Yeah. And then Question is one of three Taylor songs that have an ellipsis in the title. Mm-hmm. The others, have you read it or do you want to guess? Yeah, you I read it. Oh. The others are Ready For It and So It Goes. I totally forgot So It Goes has an ellipsis at the end. Me too. Yeah. I don't think it would have come into my brain if I hadn't. Oh, man, we're so fact. close to ready for it, by the way. Yeah, we are. Oh, my God. Ours Exciting. next. Exciting stuff. We got two more Midnight's songs, and then ours are next. Yes. 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 Okay, Devin. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite line in question? Your favorite line. So you say yours. I get to say it? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I swear that it was something, because I don't remember who I was before you painted all my nights a color I've searched for since. That is such a good line. It's so good. You painted all of my nights a color I have searched for since. Mm-hmm. That That's is so like good. the most romantic, beautiful, heartbreaking line yeah it's everything it's everything and then do you think that's why maroon has so many different shades of red in it yeah because she's still like she's searching, searching for, for that color shade of red could be or maybe she determined it was maroon through the process through of all. thinking it all yeah yeah i think it's just such a cool way we know she like looks at color in such an interesting way and like also just the metaphor of it all is just so beautiful. Yeah. And just like thinking about like, damn, like what a fun relationship that sounded like. Yeah. You know? But it's also like, is she looking back with rose colored glasses? You mm. know? That's the other question. Or maroon colored glasses. Or maroon colored glasses. Or rose colored oh. glasses, because there's two rose references. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It's also like thinking about too, like the age she was at that time too, and like how fun and youthful that relationship could be. For sure. There weren't as many serious, heavy things to deal with in the same way. Yeah. You know? She was like they were they were both huge, but they were still so youthful in that hugeness. There hadn't been like the major like teardowns yet. Yeah. There had been some. Like she'd majorly slut shamed and all that stuff, like which obviously played a huge role on her, but like it wasn't like there, I don't know, there was still a youthful energy to it. Like, they didn't have to worry about, like, settling down sure. or being life partners or anything like yeah. that, you know? They were young and in love. Well, yeah. maybe not in love. In lust, I don't I know. think they were in love. Mm. I think Taylor, at least, it seems like she was in love from yeah. her songs, but... And then, like, also, like, I don't remember who I was before that, too. Like, that changed me permanently. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's such an interesting thing, too. Yeah. Ugh. It's also those things where you think about, she's thinking about this in hindsight, too. Like, you and I always talk about when we're, like, pre-dev, pre-gab. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't fully, like, I obviously remember my life before knowing you, but I don't fully remember all of my thought processes because it was seven years ago now. Like, we've melded. Yeah. And, like, things in the past we've all, t- we've talked about. So it's kind of sometimes hard to remember what things happened that we were together or weren't. Yes. Yeah. You know, because once you merge your lives. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Question for our listeners. Would you rather prefer Deb or Gavin? (laughs) As our couple name. As our couple name. We have a preference, but we're not going to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) So I might put up a a poll (laughs) on Instagram. Deb or Gavin? Yeah. Let us know. Or or Dab. Or Dab. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or Debin. That might be my new favorite one. Devin. I'm Devin. Devin. Dabin. Dabin. Any of them. Mm. Let us know, guys. Okay, Devin. Mm. <laughs> Actual Devin. Actual Devin. 
From one to ten, meteor strikes. Oh, good one, good one. What do you give question? What do I give question? You know, there was a time when I would have immediately said ten. Yeah. For for question. Yeah. Like a couple, you know, when you the, were, the yeah, song upset. first came yeah. out. I think it has gone down to a nine. Whoa. So really? I think I think I will give question a nine. Okay. I just can't fully say that it is a ten, like in my top twenty, yeah. you know, because after listening to Midnight's for a while now, Question has not been played as much oh. as a couple of other other Midnight's songs are rising songs. up. Yeah, a mm. couple of other ones, you know. I see. Yeah. So as much as I do love it, I do not play it as much as I did in the first couple of weeks mm. of the release. I see. It is still absolutely a bop. Freaking love it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. If you need a boost to serotonin, it's just like, let's play this one. Yeah, definitely. You know? Mm-hmm. So I have found that when I'm lis- when I want to listen to midnight stuff, I'm more in like a chill mood. Oh, interesting. And so I want to listen to chill songs mm, on midnight. The chill vibe. And and question can is chill. Yeah, it can you know? be a chill it song. It can be. Like some wouldn't consider it a bop. No, no, some would consider it like a chill bop. It's kinda like both. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda the best of both worlds. Yeah. Best of both copyright, worlds. Copyright, copyright. I it was like two seconds. <laughs> Gab. Big Hannah Montana fans over here. From what <laughs> This is a good one. This is good. Gab, from 1 to 10, Meteor Strikes, what do you give, question, dot, 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 question mark? I give, question, dot, 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 question mark, 8 Meteor Strikes. Okay. I do. I think this song is, like, really fun, interesting, thought-provoking. I like a lot of the lyrics in it. I really enjoy it. I'll listen to it a lot. Like, 8's a great rating, you know? It's great. It's not, well, like, my top three on the album. Sure. Which I think I've shared before. Maybe I haven't, but we're getting to that. We're getting there. We're getting there. So I think that you guys will hear that kind of as we get to that more. And I think that, I don't know, like, it's not necessarily, like, fair that, like, you judge it based off other songs on the album, but that's just kind of the way my brain works. Same. You know, if there are certain things that are clearly a 10 for me on the album, then Same. I kind of adjust around it helps. that. It helps. Yeah. 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 So. Cool. Yeah. Listen along with us. Check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Y'all did a great job with Maroon. Yes, you we loved it. You definitely told us all your thoughts. <laughs> give us all your question thoughts. <laughs> Let us know how you feel about this song. Do you think it's kind of about the things we discussed? Do you have unanswered questions? Do you have a completely different idea than we do about the song? Yeah. Let us know. You could even share those questions that you never asked people with Ooh. us. That could be like a cathartic way to get it out Whoa. or something. I don't know. And don't forget, we also are interested in what our couple name should be. <laughs> how would you ship us? Deb Dab. Gavin or Devin, Devin, <laughs> or so or funny. any other combination of our two names that you can think of. Yes, and remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/TatoZPodcast. Yes, and thank you to Michelle Howe as our newest patron. Thank, thank you, you, Michelle. Thank you. Well, next episode, we're going to be covering Mastermind from Midnight's Two More Midnight Songs and We're All Caught Up. That that, that was a long one. That was was almost the entire Midnight. It was 12 songs. Yeah, that was a lot. (laughs) A lot. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Data Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.